Oh, hi, Mark. I turned into a vampire. It's a long story. G'day, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of End of the Real. With me is my co-host, Ethan. Hi. And I'm here, Jared. We're doing Mutant Chronicles. Its film came out in 2008. It's starring uh, Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman? Yeah. Yeah. Um, What's his name from the other movie? Totally forgetting the names now. John, Mal- uh, I think John, John Malkovich. Malkovich is in it. John Malkovich. Did he shock you that he was in this film? Uh, it's probably the worst bit of acting I've ever seen from him. Yeah, it's not great. He, he, apparently, he, shot he phoned that in it two in two days. Oh yeah, he phoned that in. He uh, he just turns up. Everyone phoned this in. The acting in this is pretty terrible. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Devin Devin Aoki. Oh yeah, Devin Aoki. I'm just forgetting who's the main actor. Jane. Jane. Damn it. I, anyway, you know what? It's weird. I usually remember his name, but I just can't remember it right. He's now. the guy from Altered Carbon. No, he's not. No, no, he's in uh, The Expanse. This is terrible opening. <laughs> terrible opening. He's also in Money Plane. Now, the, yes, he's in Money Plane. Yeah, now, he's been in a few bad movies. This movie, it starts off, it's 2008 is when this movie got released. It's a really weird period of time when this movie was released. It's a little bit after uh, Sky Captain of Tomorrow. Okay. And... The thing is with that is they did a lot of, if you know CGI about it. And... Yeah, but it was kind of the stage where, so we've had the Matrix in 1999, right? Okay. And that's when we're like, wow, CGI is awesome. It's sick. And this is sort of the period of time where we're like doing too much CGI and it's not uh, good. It's like all green screen, man. I don't think you can blame this on the CGI though. I, I mean, think I can. Yeah, because it's it, not that there's too much CGI. It's that the CGI is terrible as well. But it's like it, it'll literally be, it's not a computer generated ship. It's someone's hand drawn a spaceship, put it on like a computer background and is like dragging it along with a mouse. Yeah. That's sort of what it looks like. It's a very ster- ster- stylized, sterilized. It's a very ster- stylized film. It's like, I'm thinking like Sky Captain of Tomorrow, right? Yeah. Okay. And they're both not good stylized films like that. Like a lot of green screen, a lot of. Sky, I haven't watched Sky Captain in years, but I remember it kind of fondly. It's terrible. Oh, okay. People rate it horrible. It's, <laughs> I it's, 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 a, it's, it's a horrible mess. Oh, right. And it's because it's like they just they don't know what they're acting to. It's just all. We, we kind of know that sort of works. I still feel like today, though, when you just have like pure green screen everywhere, like the Avengers, it doesn't feel very real, obviously. So. I don't think it's even down packed today. I know uh, there's a few films that do it better. And I'm thinking too, another big thing, because it's so stylized, it's like a comic book sort of style, kind of. Mm-hmm. They, they, they well, lean has, heavily into it. The movie has a very specific look. That's what surprised me when we turned it on. It starts with a lore dump that was like, it reminded me a bit of watching uh, Dune, where it starts off and it's got the long spiel about how the world is set up. And I was like, why is there so much lore for this otherwise crappy B-movie, and it turns out it is based off uh, a long-running board game, sort of like Warhammer. Yeah. Very much like Warhammer. Very much like Warhammer. That's Uh, what we noted very early on in the film. We're like, is this Warhammer? Is this based off Warhammer? One thing I did find out is is the lore in the game makes more sense than the lore in the movie. Yeah, they missed that one important line out. bits are changed, and the changes make it worse. It's stupid either way, but it makes it worse. Well, there's like one really important line that they should have added in, which is we're really confused about the future. Actually, I, I just want to say, though, the one thing about the stylized films, I was thinking that there is a film that sort of does this, but does it right? Sin City. Yeah. It yeah, does yeah. that like stylized, you know, a lot of fake stuff. But any, anyway, that's why I'm like, it can work. But to get to the law of this film, let's say, so we start off, there's a law. So all we know is a star, well, 
so a meteor thing. So a demon thing. machine thing yep. arrived. They in the movie it arrived at the end of the last ice age. Right. And knights in shining armor. There was some sort of crusade, and the the tribes of man united and defeated it and buried it under the earth. So what it does that's though, in the movie. We should tell them what it does. So it turns people into mutants. It's and then they just a go out. Factory, yeah, and it turns them into mutants that go around just killing people, bringing them back, and changing them. Which, I mean, as fast as the machine is, the mutants still have to go out, kill people, and then bring them back. To well, the it machine. says they take months to like weeks, days to weeks to months. They said to like take the bodies to there. That's okay. This is gonna come up later. There's only one machine, right, in one spot, right? Yep. Okay, that doesn't make sense. So, in this how movie. do the mutants get to the other side of the world in like a day? How? No, there's like there's like a massive error. There's huge errors in this. How movie. are there giant armies of mutants like minutes after the machine has started working? No, no, that I believe they're down below in the in the hidden crypt. That's oh, fine. Oh, so there were already thousands. Yes, they just sealed the top. No, but they buried it under there, didn't they? No, no, they sealed the top. That's why there's. Oh, okay. The, that makes sense, but. Okay, sure. so anyway, the thing is too, this is actually on Earth. This is where it doesn't quite make sense. Well... It is. It's on Earth. No, no, no. I'll talk about... It. I'll, I'll just say... So, at the end of the movie, you find out they could have gotten rid of the machine when they buried it. Yeah. they didn't for some reason. And I don't... Under, it's never explained why when they buried it in the first place. It turns out they took this uh, thing off the evil machine. And if you put it back... It destroys the machine. Well, it it turns into a spaceship and it flies away. Why didn't they just do that in the beginning? Yeah, that's why I didn't understand that too. They have it, an entire book explaining how to do this and why you should do it. So it's like, so someone wrote that all down and then didn't go all the way through. Oh, actually, you know, they say the book doesn't have the whole thing. I don't know, but really important thing here. Yeah. It's on Earth and and it's based now, we're now in the future and it's 2773, right? And this is really confusing because it's in the future for us. And we're like, why is everything steampunk, right? And then we, we started looking up the lore, which was far more yeah. interesting than watching the film. And we found out that in actual fact, the machine so controls in, machines. In the game lore, what happened was uh, the machine arrived sort of like now-ish. And it control, it, the, it's a demon machine and it can control other computers. So all the computers turned against us. So it was a big tech war sort of thing. Mm. Uh, after they buried it, they went, okay, well, we can't have any culture that relies on computers. So there's no computers. And the game is set like 400 years later when the machine is rising up again. And everyone is steampunk because they don't have computers. Even their spaceships are coal. Yeah. Uh, and which steampunk. Is kind of weird. Which it, is sick. It's no. very... I've never seen it before in a movie. I That's guess the thing. Unique. No, no, this, this steampunk stuff's all cool. But when we were watching the movie, we were like, "Why is? How is this in the future on Earth?" That's the weirdest thing. We we're like, if it was a different planet, it would have made more sense. The yeah, movie, yeah. but it's on Earth with steampunk, and it doesn't explain so why. We only know that because we looked it up. If yeah. you were just watching the movie, it just starts off and goes, and here's present day, and it goes to World War One because four corporations now rule the world. And they're fighting over resources, and they only have World War One technology. Makes no so, s- well, sort of World War One technology. Yeah, they don't even they, have they that. They have giant flying spaceships as well. So it, they it, don't fight with them. The point is, though, if you're watching this movie and you didn't look up any of this, you would have no clue why this is happening. So once we start looking stuff up, we could kind of fix the dots and also like stuff kind of made more sense. And I like, 
I'm feeling like I think here's the biggest problem. I'm letting this movie go a lot because I'm filling in a lot of the gaps. Mm. And I'm like, that's kind of interesting story. Yeah. But not the movie. It's all the stuff I was reading while I was watching the movie right. that was interesting for me. If I had to say the movie, it's it's got bad effects, bad acting, and terrible story. Yeah, it's a little and long. And it is about an hour too long. I would say, though, I didn't find it that bad. We stopped it at multiple points. I kind of could watch this whole film. Yeah. It's, it's, it's because it's dumb, but it keeps moving. There's like one or two slow moments, but like overall, it's just really stupid. So it's pretty good to riff on with mates. Mm. So oh, yeah, like we were making fun of this the whole way through. It's really weird. This movie. It's like yeah, I do put it in the so bad it's good category, mm. but weekly. And again, I wonder if I was greatly influenced by looking up what's actually going on. So there's that. So the movie starts pretty fast. Uh, it turns out one of the battle lines is like directly on top of the demon machine where it's sealed. And they accidentally blow it open. Okay. Now, this is where I want to get to. They accidentally right. blow it open. Now, where is the demon machine at this point? So, it is in... A uh, battle. It's, a, it's in the middle it's in of, Eastern like... Eastern Europe. But it's in the middle of, like, no man's land, right? Yeah. Right? They're, they're fighting over it now. Is it in the middle of a city? No. Exactly. Uh, I don't think so. Exactly. No. Oh, are you saying because we later find out it is in the middle of a city? Yes. Uh, I wasn't sure. How the fuck does that happen? Mm. How does that happen? Maybe that was just like one of the exits for the machine. Maybe it's like a large underground complex. How could it be quicker to get to the machine from another city? This machine doesn't move, yeah. does it? Maybe it moves in the game. Maybe that could explain it. Maybe in the I game. I don't think there ex- is a machine in the game. Well, I don't know how it works. This I think it's more like is... demon evil thing. Because it just doesn't make sense to me. When we were watching, like, I, I started thinking about it later. I was like, wait, why did they go to the city? How is, weren't, didn't they find it in No Man's Land when they blew it yeah. up? Uh, when they opened it up? And then later in the film, they go to another city, which is somehow built on top of a massive other city, which then holds the machine, which makes no sense at all for where they found it at the start. Mm. Anyway, so they accidentally open it up. The come mutants on. come out. You yeah, gotta it, say that's crazy. There is so many crazy things. We gotta, we gotta. You got yes and me through. here, man. Yes and this. Through. I agree with you. That's yes the thing. and. I, don't, I can't disagree with you. Fair enough. Um, they try and hit like every soldier cliche so fast. It's like as they're running away from the mutants, they even do that. What is it? Platoon? You know where it's like they're oh, going yeah. away in the helicopter and they're calling back to him, and he's like, "You gotta look after my kids." Oh my god. He tells him to look after his daughters like five times, you even know, later in the movie, after he's supposedly dead. He I turns up was, to tell him to look after his that kids. That was heavy. Because uh, could you imagine this? You go to war with someone and then someone goes up to you and is like, I'm going to die and then you can take my two kids. And I'm like, hell no. Yeah. I don't want to take your two kids. What are you talking about? Go home then. So uh, two characters, Jane and Jesus. I don't know the main character's actual name. I'm just going to call him Jane because that's the actor's name. Jane and Jesus. Uh, Do you remember Jesus's name? Yeah, because they repeatedly say it. Yeah, because that's like they one keep, of the. They all the British people pronounce it wrong, and the 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 American guy keeps correcting them. Yeah, that's one of the only names I say. Oh, your friend Jesus told us about it. His name's El Jesus. Is he um? Is he the Scientologist guy? I have no idea. Ah, um, oh, come on, man. I think Jesus is Christian, but uh, no, no, in real life, <laughs> the actor. <laughs> I don't know. He's not the guy from uh, Ant-Man, is he? Ant-Man? Ant-Man? The Scientologist guy in Ant-Man. 
I don't know who you're talking about. Ah, it's all right. Anyway, so they escape, and that's when the first confusing thing happens. So, and you see their captain friend getting dragged off by the mutants. Then the first no, you don't. confusing time jump happens. So, this is where we get our second exposition dump, because there are multiple throughout the film. Uh, I don't know how long it is, but now the mutants have defeated all the armies. And all the rich people are fleeing. Everyone's fleeing the Earth because there are other colonies that are apparently a lot better. They're heading to Mars mainly. Uh, the monk. It turns out there's a organization of monks who have a book that just tells them step by step how to stop the machine, including that you've got to wait to the last minute to like put a team together and shit, and that there's going to be a chosen one. Uh yeah, there's not the Scientologist. Know, that's when we get John Malkovich comes in because the monk guy goes to John Malkovich to ask for a ship. All he does is like, I just need one ship and like 12 guys. And this guy's meant to be like the ruler of the world at this point. It's like, it doesn't seem like a huge amount he's asking for. No, no. And somehow this guy gives him the ships and everything. By the way, even though they've apparently taken over everywhere, remember that the city that they land on somehow still has people. The one yeah, that I think apparently it's meant has all like the people. London or something. Right. Uh, and it's also the last ditch defense even though it's right next to the machine but they're shown like dying and losing but then they yeah. go cut to other scenes and they're all fine and there are also people are being changed into the mutants like so quickly that they'll appear in the next scene but it's like did they take them all the way back alive to the machine yes and then they came back yes because they say the because they say later on that yes the summer takes days to weeks to months for them to even drag them back and you're like, okay, <sighs> fair enough. But then, you know, cut to the end when we see that captain dude who he leaves behind, right? Who was right next to the machine. Right next he to... He was literally one of the people who accidentally opened it. The opening of the machine. Is still okay? being dragged to it, which either means that the movie takes place over a couple of days or a few months and it just took him ages to get there. Somehow, uh, it out. Also, somehow he's still alive. He's being dragged for months. That's why he's I alive. think it was only a couple of days. No, it does, that <laughs> makes no sense. I, that makes I agree. no sense. The movie doesn't make sense. It looks like the way they explain it is that it took months to years because hey, it was like battles and wars. Here's the problem. It's like the lore is so dense and heavy, it feels like it should make sense. But because someone's just taken the lore from something else torn it apart nothing makes sense it's like a bad gears of war it it yeah it's a very we were, bad we gears kept of comparing war comparing it to other things definitely a bad gears of war exactly yeah gears of war to the point where i think there are actual cog like they call some of the soldiers cogs and stuff yeah they call them maybe gears of war is like based off this though because <laughs> that kind of sounds 2008 when did God, gears of war come out no that's when the movie came out yeah, I know. When did Gears of War come out? No, I'm saying the game. I'm saying their bait. I'm saying Gears of War yeah. is probably influenced by Mutant Chronicles, the game. Yeah, that's why I want to know when it came out. Gears of War is definitely after 1986. Oh, I, th I thought you meant the movie. No, 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 no. I don't reckon they were influenced. I think Gears of War is Xbox 360. Oh, who cares? It's like 2005, isn't it? Anyway. Damn it. I hate these questions. You go, go on. I'm just looking up Gizawar now. We get John Malkovich doing probably the worst acting I've ever seen him do. He he just does not care. He, he basically like just stares off in the distance. It looked like he was reading his script off screen. Hey, I got it right. Did I say 2006? Yes. Fuck yeah. How good am I at this? That's great. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, there everyone. You go. Let me Gizawar expert over here. Um, 
we get a few scenes of what I think are meant to be tragedy, but it, it's sort of like so over the top, it's comical. So you get this uh, this woman and her kid running away from the mutants as they're taking over the city because I don't know why. Uh, they've managed to get two tickets to a spaceship off the planet. So as they're running, though, she drops one of the tickets. Although I think later on we find out the tickets are for like multiple people, so it, it shouldn't matter, but apparently it does. As she gets up to the top of a tower as everyone's being wiped out down below, of course she realizes she doesn't have one, so they put the kid on the ship. She stays back. The ship gets blown up, and as the ship gets blown up, the kid is on. It actually crashes on more refugees running away, and then and then the mutants turn up and start killing everyone. It's like it's so over the top. I think it was meant to be comical. I I couldn't tell. The whole movie is kind of a misery fest. Uh, I'm, I'm for some reason, to... John Malkovich decides finally just to give him his ship and passports off the planet to bribe people to stay and fight for him. That's yep. when we meet. I what? guess the family. So, uh, uh, yeah, we meet them twice. By the way, that's just really boring. Multiple times, yeah. The captain, the captain's family gets dropped. Uh, is like about to kill themselves because they don't have tickets off planet. Oh, they're so funny though. They just disappear too. So everyone gets like tickets to go on this suicide mission, but like they were gonna die anyway. So I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's a suicide mission, but it's like yeah, but your other option was also suicide. Yeah. So. It's not like that crazy to take this mission. Also, the fact that he couldn't get more people go with him on this mission is crazy. Right. He could have gone so many more people, but we get introduced to these guys. First off, we get Ron Perlman. He like talks by, us through. By introduced, I mean, there's like an exposition dump where it brings up the character's profile. And then and, says the trait. Ron Perlman just reads through it. It says like the character trait. And okay, there is one reason why I won't go too hard on this movie for being like so stereotypical with like the type of people. First off, it's like a dumb like fighting movie like this, yeah. so it's okay. But also it's like looking up the Mutant Chronicles, apparently that's a big thing, is that they have like samurai and Scott Scottish like if Highlander kilt men. It heavier though, yeah. I think I would have appreciated it. But in the movie it's just, oh, we've just got Japanese and yeah, yeah. people putting on a Scottish they, accent. They should have lent into more of those like themes more. Like the guy is a samurai. The other person is a Scottish warrior dude thing. I can't remember the I other think examples. Meant to be a Highlander. A Highlander guy, yeah. I can't remember the other examples. Yeah, yeah, but that that's that's what we're gonna go with. Like but they don't lean into it enough, so they're not they're not quite having enough fun. But we get him he introduces us with them, but they also constantly will like introduce themselves throughout the film. Yeah. Like they'll just have their bits where they're like, Why did you take the why did you take the letters for the off world? Who did you give them to? And we're just like, We already got this scene. It's just boring. Yeah. This is the stuff that you could so cut go out. Over and it's like it'll be like we're not gonna go through all of them, but it's like, oh Devin Aoki character. She's like, Oh, she's a uh, a young woman who's also a young mother. And she's a great sniper who's got 78 kills to her name. And then... Oh, yeah, they're never able to kill these things, too, with their guns. Oh, yeah, they can't... They kill them, like, in one scene with guns. They're not zombies. They're, like, super tough. But then, like, 20 minutes later, it'll cut to a scene where they've got a bit of a quiet time and they'll go up to Devon Oak and go, so who did you give the tickets to? She'll go on about how she's a young mother and how she's also a sniper. And then later in the film, she'll talk about how she had to give her tickets to her kids because she's a young mother who's also a sniper. Yeah. And it's like, that happens for all, I think there's like 12 characters 
There's not twelve characters. There's like eight. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, They had to cut back. But they um they go through this multiple times and it's kind of just dumb and it's just yeah it's like they also just kill them off one by one. It's crazy. They all die off one by one and they do that whole thing where they're like, haha, we subverted your expectations. You thought he would survive, and it's like no, he doesn't. But it didn't. It didn't subvert my expectations. It just kind of confused me. Yeah, none of them were memorable in any way. I'm trying to think. Um, no, they were all kind of boring. I, I kind of did like that guy. Oh, they have a weird uh, love for grenades in this film too. Yeah. So guns I, don't work. Grenades true. definitely work. I think half of the main characters kill themselves with their own grenades because they keep doing that thing where it's like, oh, just leave me a grenade and pulling the pin. Yeah. And then like using it to kill themselves and take out enemies, but they do it like five times. So I don't want to. It just got boring. I don't want to talk about uh, talk on this as an authority figure. Plus, I know this is a, a sci-fi film based in the future, so grenades are different. But I do remember watching like a few times, like you know, like oh, army soldier or whatever, you know, reviews movies, blah blah blah. Like all they say, like what's the most inaccurate thing about like movies and people think about stuff? And one of the ones that comes up a lot is like grenades. Mm. It, which is like the idea of how powerful they are or what they can do well, is like greatly overstated. Space future steampunk. Grenade, yeah, but so I, I feel know. like this movie in in like is a great example for a film that's like yeah, you pull a pin in a, in a room and the grenade will take down the whole like the whole freaking building and the room next to it and the rooms next to it and it'll kill fifty people. And I'm like, I'm not sure it would do that. I know it's a space grenade mm. though, so I guess we got to get let it go there, but. It definitely likes to jump on that a lot. A lot. So they put the team together, which takes about half an hour of exposition. Uh, this is all shit that, like... All the good guys get into their coal-powered spaceship. This, But this is... You know what I mean with this film? I think it could have been a somewhat decent slosh, schlock film. Someone had edited it down to, like, an hour. If we had edited out a good 40 minutes, and pretty much them introducing themselves again, we don't need... We don't need a whole heap of, like... Jane will occasionally stuff. go off on side missions by himself. Yeah. He does. Yeah. Because he's good, and we need to know he's good, which is weird because there pretty much is only good and pure evil in this film, so we don't need to be reminded that he's good. So they get in the ship to head to the evil machine. Yeah. Obviously it fails or else there wouldn't be a movie. Oh yeah, this kind of fucks with us with how much the mutants are smart or not. It never really... It hints that they're meant to be some sort of like hive mind or yeah. they're intelligent or something, but they've managed to commandeer one of the other spaceship and like crashes into it. Yeah, not only that, but they're not just commandeering this other spaceship. They are specifically coming after them yeah and it's like they don't know at this point that I think they're they were going just that way following them though i don't know no no but like they're hitting okay so we're hitting towards the city right mm. this spaceship is coming from that city that spaceship was specifically targeting our spaceship oh by the way he knows that they can get to the evil machine through this city because he's got a special book they got a cut out in the middle details everything they have to i mean like step by step it's like you go to this building, mm -hmm. you go down to the sixth floor. Now on the sixth floor, there's going to be a damaged wall you can jump through. This book is meant to be written thousands of years before. And it's even got like a square cut out of the middle. And we find, I, I, I'm pretty sure this is it. Later on in the film, the monk is, Ron Perlman, the monk is holding it and he gets stabbed. 
and the book doesn't get too damaged because the weird uh, claw thing the mutants have you know what that is through the center and misses the book. That's like an anti trope of like you know in the war films where you have the Bible yeah. and the bullet hits the Bible. This is like the reverse of that where it's a Bible but it's got a hole for the bullet to go I just through. Don't get it's why just fucking hilarious. The people Come on, who wrote the book couldn't yep. have just left more clear instructions if they knew. Down to like which pages would be left I know why. for the guy to do it. So there would be a movie. Why. I know why. So okay. there could be a movie. No, no this is, is why. It? Okay. My guess. So I don't actually know why, by the way. But my guess is that in the game, they're psychic people. And they were the ones like saying, like writing the book. I'm going to say in the game, there that's, isn't a book. No, that's. But do you get what I mean? If there's like. Because I'm thinking Warhammer. If there's like psychic abilities and stuff like that. That's the only way it makes sense. And then it would be like, yeah, mm. the psychic, the, 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 the psi tribe, and they're, they're like, they write in the book and scribe everything. Yeah. They're the ones who like wrote it for them to go follow. Makes sense. In this movie, no explanation. Doesn't yeah. make any There's sense. There's a lot of um, calls for, you know, like, you've got to believe, you've got to, you've got to have belief in oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Which didn't make sense in the movie. Like, uh, right at the end, they're like, Jane is like Jane barely talks throughout the movie. A lot of the people don't talk; they just sort of grunt and look angry. But right at the end, they're like, "Oh, he was the chosen one, the one who had spurned God and all this." I'm like, "Was he meant to be like an atheist?" So there's a yes, he was. Did that ever come out? Yeah. Oh, did it? Yeah. He said he didn't believe in God. God. Yep. So, which fair enough, because it turns out it wasn't God; it was space aliens. Yeah, no, I don't understand this whole God. That's the thing. Like, if there was, like, again, if this was more like a Warhammer sort of universe thing. There's no magic in their world apart from well, the magic book. That's what I mean. If we had, like, psychic things and gods and stuff, this in this movie would have made sense. But from what we can tell in this movie, this guy's just randomly talking about God for no reason at all. We have no idea why. We have no idea in this movie why. And he just talks about him and has a book that has a cutter in the middle that somehow magically knows exactly where they should go and they start following it. And everyone dies one by one, such as the, the end the space pod thing to like get out once they were attacked by the other thing. Oh, man. Okay. That was a dumb so space the, pod. The coal ship has an escape pod and it is the dumbest thing because it's got a glass bottom. Why would you want a glass and bottom? And it's like, of course, when they eventually hit the ground... Oh, actually, before they even hit the ground, it shatters and kills one of the guys. Yeah, and you know why it wasn't working anyway? Well, it doesn't anyway? totally kill him. Here's the first grenade kill. Why wasn't it working anyway? Because apparently it couldn't take their weight. But there, was, there wasn't, like, extra people. Yeah. So it's just this stupid escape pod. <sighs> it's a really stupid escape pod. It was just, yeah. Why would you build an escape pod with a glass bottom? Why would you build an escape pod that doesn't work? I don't know. It was in between the exhibition dumps on who each of them were. Yeah, I where know. Where they explained their tattoos to each other. So instantly they hit the floor and they kill off the only black guy in the crew. Like straight away. Yeah. He was the first one to die. So I guess we did play that trope. Eh? Blows himself up with a grenade. Uh, yeah. Classic. Classic. Uh, then they head into the city. Didn't even get a kill. There's a lot of walking around looking miserable. So even though it's an hour and 50 minutes, there isn't that much to talk about. Yeah, Jane Jane saves some people. Yeah, that's, that's cool. His, that's his first side mission. They go... Oh. I love... Okay, one thing I do love is how the monk is like, uh, there's there's no time to help these people. We've just got to move on. There's tons of time. Usually... No, but usually in a movie, it'll be like, there's they'll go do that and it'll turn out he was right. Yeah. So in this movie, basically that fucks them all up the second time he does this. So the first time he does it, uh, there's a ship and some 
just some guards are like bullying people who want to get off the planet. Yeah. Into like giving money. them money and stuff. Uh, Battlestar Galactica did it a lot better. But um, wow, that's a Mormon film. That one. They all have gods in them, don't they? That one's all Mormonism. This one's all gods and something. Are, I don't yeah. know what this one is. Fun. Um. Yeah. So he goes back. They head down a tunnel. One of the Asian dudes dies. That guy, like, also, he didn't need to die like that. He could have gone down with them. It made no sense. Oh, that's right. Nothing ever made nothing. Apart from the soldiers, there's a monk woman. I couldn't really... I, was it ever explained who she was or why she was helping them? Well, it's not even explained that well that she doesn't talk. Yeah, we because... find out at the end of the film that she never talks. Yeah, but we didn't know that, but it, really. Because most of the people don't talk throughout the film. We just didn't notice. Oh, yeah. By the way, too, the most effective way of killing these mutants is with a sword. So, of course, they don't use swords. They use guns. Like, yeah. almost the whole way through to the very end. Even though they're all given swords. Which is really weird because I guess, though, if this has only been a few hours since the mutants have come out, it kind of makes sense. But, but it doesn't. A, it could have been months. Oh, wow. Well, Ethan, you know what I say? I say... Bazinga. Anyway. With this movie, we keep moving. We go into the thing, so the uh, Asian dude dies pretty quick. They go down into a tunnel. They find a giant uh, I wish we had names. I wish we had thing. names for these guys rather than literally just the stereotypes. It did, it did list their names. Did it? Well, yeah, in all the exposition dubs, it would be like, this guy, he, he's a famous warrior for these guys. Oh. So there were exposition dubs. We just haven't remembered any of it. Well, he, he dies pretty quick. And uh, he he was meant to be like stay up the top for no reason at all to like oh, he's stop meant to them like stop them from cutting the rope as they're rappelling down. No, it's coming down on top of them. But I'm like, what does it matter? Uh, whatever. What does it matter though? Um, as, tell me. As but, they're making their way through the underground, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. That's the thing. Doesn't make sense though because they could have. They're going down to where the monsters are. Yeah. They're not even on top of them. Also, this city that they apparently land in, you think it's going to be infested with mutants? They're like, yeah, it'll be infested. First thing we see, we only see people. Well, all the mutants are off ravaging the other cities. Oh, no, but they all, they, we do get a few mutant shots of like mutants like on higher points, like staring down, watching them. Doesn't make sense according to the mutant law in this movie because the mutants in this movie are meant to just be completely braindead, just go straight for you to are kill they? you. Are they? I don't, know. I don't know. That's what I mean. Why do we have mutants who are just staring at them and not doing uh, anything? There are so many moments in this film that they think are cool. Like there's this terrible bit when John Malkovich dies... He's like, he's staring out the window and all the mutants are coming out and they're like, he's like, oh, do you even have a name? And it, they all just hiss at him. Yeah, that was bad. And they must have thought bad. it looked so cool, but it, because it all looks so cheap and he's not acting and the camera doesn't know when to stop filming, it just looks stupid. Hey, I just realized too. So the first guy of our team, he blows himself up with a grenade, right? Yeah. Okay. So he's the one who, who's in the pod. The next guy is the samurai guy. Yes. No, no. Anyway, also blows him up with a grenade. He falls down, but then pulls a pin and blows himself up with a grenade. Okay. The next guy is the guy. It's the... What was he, by the way? Was he meant to be German or something? Yes. Okay. The next guy is the German captain. He also blows himself up with a grenade and self-sacrifice. No, no, no. Uh, Did you I miss something? Jesus. Oh, I miss Jesus. Jesus blows <laughs> himself up. Who, accidentally. Who also blows himself up yep. accidentally. 
Okay, so, so far we've got, out of our eight, I believe, we've got four who blow themselves up yeah. in a row. Yeah, that's insane. one after the other. Do, at least Jesus kind of breaks it a little bit in the middle. He does blow up, but not on purpose. Yeah, though it is a very obvious setup beforehand where they, they go... They keep talking about how the ammunition is using is like... Incendiary bullets or yeah, something. Yeah, it's like, it's like, it'll definitely explode oh yeah but it's also the only bullets that seem to work on these mutants mm. which i'm like give them more of that well everyone else just starts using swords yeah well they should have done that as well so yeah Zeus uses incendiary bullets and blows up well we miss does anyone else blow up no i think that's it we we miss uh so they go down into the underground labyrinth and as they're skirting along they see uh people being dragged off to the machine and they notice their captain friend who was abducted right next to the machine at the start of the movie and is still being dragged to the machine possibly months later Yeah, in the same condition as he was before. I still think, though, you missed a little bit when they were trapped in a room after someone killed themselves with a grenade and they were like, how do we get out here? We're stuck. The entrances are broken. And then for no, like we get like a lot of talking and stuff, which isn't needed. We get and more then, backstory. And then we get Ron Perlman eventually at the end actually going, ha ha, I knew all along as he pours water no, and it goes like, into a oh, grate. You've got to have faith. Sometimes the book doesn't tell us, but the book clearly told him the where book the told grate him, was. The book told him exactly to where to go. the room. Yeah. So he just let them think that they were all going to die. Yeah. Horrible leader. Horrible leader. But anyway, yeah, sorry. So we see the captain dude who somehow is still alive. Jane decides to go off and rescue him. Right. Uh, this is the point where it's sort of like the side stories like actually screw them up because even the monk's like, we've got to go. We're basically at the machine. We can just turn it off and he won't turn into a monster. Yeah. But uh, no, he's like, Jane goes, no, we've got to go save him. So he goes back. Mm-hmm. Somehow rescues him. I, he shoots a he shoots dark. a pillar. Uh, yeah. yeah, he doesn't want to. Uh, uh, what's it called, Ethan? What's he, it called? He shoots a stalactite. Stalactite. Yeah, off the roof and it and impales it. Impales he it. rescues his friend, and then his friend who somehow survived for months, and then shoots his friend in the head. Okay, no, no, that was kind of funny. His friend is talking to him. His friend. Okay, this was this was like the only funny scene in the film, and, and it was not intentional. So. We have him like talking to his friend who somehow survived for months, and his friend is like, oh, "How do you? What do you do, my girl and my wife?" And he's like, "Don't worry, they're off." And then they're like, "Oh, that's good." And then they're talking and they're talking, and then he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna get you out of here." And he goes, "You, you're not. You're not gonna get me out of here. And that's an order." And then he starts going, and then uh, bang, yeah, Jane just shoots him in the head. Just shoots him in the head. Off. No expression. No, just nothing. Gets up and walks off. You know like, what did this better? Gears of War. Gears of War did a lot Gears better. Gears of War did this better. When you find Dom's wife. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know you still kill her and everything, but it's sort of the same thing, except in that one, he was like torn up and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, there's no... It's like he, his friend was clearly going to be okay if he just left him. Dude, that was so funny because he's literally midway. And also, I feel like Jane just didn't give a shit about yeah, he that film. Gets up he and just walks shoots off. him. I don't even think he was looking. He just goes, okay. It's like, that's, he doesn't, that's he an doesn't order. Bang. He just shoots him in the head. That's an order. Off. Bang. Uh, okay. Um, so that was completely pointless. But, but well, what, it wasn't pointless because it sets up what happens next. Yeah. Because they've stopped to to go back, they they jump down off the ledge. That All the, the rest of the group jump down off the ledge. No, that's on. not what happens. What is it? One no. of them falls? Yeah. One so of them falls off the ledge. They're walking and the German guy has the bomb. Okay. Oh, yeah. Apparently, they have a bomb. Well, they don't know what it is. They just know it was taken off the machine. Yeah. So, the German guy is the one holding it. And as they're walking across this really small bridge thing, 
which is just there because it's almost like a space. There's a lot of small. It's bridges. almost like a spacecraft, you know, in space movies when they have like that crazy ass bridge, and you know, I'm thinking of that movie yeah. where they like they're like, why is it built like this? It's pretty much like this too. Um, and he falls, and he gives them the bomb and everything, and he falls down. And he's going to get killed. And and then they all decide to jump down to help him. Even for no though the reason. monk is like, well, we're all going to die if we do this. Which should we save the world? Also, most of them could have just shot. Yeah. Uh, Demon Aoki is meant to be a sniper. a sniper. Yeah. But she only uses swords and kung fu. Uh, she's a bit so annoying. It's like, yeah, that does make sense. It. Her character is kind of annoying. I, I don't get I why. I think she was annoying. I just didn't get it. No, I just don't like that. I don't like her whole thing is a sniper, but she mainly does kung fu. And I'm like, well, why wouldn't you just have her shoot? Yeah. You have her shoot from the high uh, place where she so can't even jump be hit. Down, Jesus accidentally blows himself and the German up. And then the rest of them just get captured. Yeah. Hey, that was weird too. Because and they get dragged to a hole, which is right next to them, which it turns out leads to a conveyor belt into the machine. Okay. Wait, I got to talk about Devin Aoki again, her character. Sure. Okay. So it's like, it's, so Jesus blows up, which hurts like the German guy. That's understandable. And... I think the nun person is kind of being cut a little bit. Yeah. But like, as soon as that happens and that the monsters start coming in, they literally just lower their weapons and give up. Like it just cuts in a way. I think they're sort of knocked out by the explosion. No, she totally is standing completely upright. She's totally fine. Well, that's she the didn't thing want to that gets. Hurt. That's the thing that gets me. Like a few of them, once they see that, like, oh, they're gonna lose, they literally just like stop everything they're doing and just give up. Mm. And I'm like, what? Uh, Jane catches up to them, saves some of them. Yeah. Uh, the monk gets thrown onto the weird conveyor belt thing. The alien machine kind of looks kind of cool. Yeah, that was not, kind of interesting. It reminded me of Star Wars. There's not much of it, and I think most of the budget went into it. Remember Star Wars? I do remember Star Wars. You remember Star Wars the robot episode? factory? Yeah, I think it's yeah. episode two. Kind of looks like that. Yeah, that was a, that was a film. Uh, yeah. After that... <laughs> <laughs> that was a film. It was like a hell of a film, that film. So Jane saves them. He gets stuck in the conveyor belt for a bit. That was kind of cool. They make the... the so he... Devin Aoki and the mute monk make their way to okay. what looks like the center of the place. So wait, this is what I mean though. When he saves Devin Aoki, okay, yeah. she literally has not a single scratch on her. Why would she? Because she's caught by the mutants who have claws and shit. And she's Jared, everyone Jared, else. Jared, everyone Jared. else in they that scene. They can't afford effects for everybody. Everyone else is like damaged and shit. And that's what confused me. I was like, did they just give up? I think so. They just completely. Like, and then the monster's like, okay, come this way. Come on. Come on. <laughs> they make their way to the heart of the machine. And it's it looks like a video game. Oh, you uh, know what? Actually, up. there's literally a platform in the middle of up. nowhere. You messed what? up a little bit. So I just skipped the German guy blowing himself up. Oh no, no! Jane falls down into the machine. Devon Aoki and the nun chick make their way to the machine. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's separate. They don't go all three together. I was just trying to skip this bit. Yeah, I'm just so saying it's very important. People will be like listening. They'll be like, "How did it get out?" Yeah. So on each side of the platform are these uh, spinning walkway parts that occasionally spit flame. Hey. Did you think that was a setup for someone to be burnt alive? Because they were. Lots of people were burnt alive. No one was burnt alive on that. A lot of the mutants. No, it should have been... Really? I didn't even remember there any mutants getting oh, blown up. Oh, yeah, a bunch up. of them did. So, uh... Yeah, yeah. The two remaining uh... women defend each of the bridges while Jane tries to figure out 
what's left of the book and yeah. how it works. Yep. Eventually, the two women die. Yeah, in actually, pretty spectacular. I got to say, that, okay, so this is the funny bit. This is this is funny because this is the bit where I was literally saying, "Man, what's the deal with the fact that like both of the women have like no injuries, scratches, and haven't died? Like this the movie's a little." Silly with the like the main character survives, yeah. But you know what I mean, like the main character survives, and the two women are completely fine and unscathed. But then, as soon as I was saying that, Devin Yoki falls off the platform and gets cut in half, and I'm like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> ah, take the, that back. <laughs> the last the, this platform fight takes a good twenty minutes. It felt like uh, it, it just goes on. I think and I on. like this film more than you. There was a bit where uh, Devin Yoki, her sword, like. She loses her sword. She comes back and he's like, she's like, have you figured it out yet? No, I'm still working it out. And it's like, oh, well, I've lost my sword. Oh, here's my knife. And it looks like she rolls her eyes and just walks off. Yeah, so she gets killed. And then that's when Ron Perlman comes back as a monster. He's slash... a monster now. Well, he can talk, though. He can sort of talk. Somehow. For he's, some reason. He says the only words that the mutants apparently say, which is legion. And he that's kills it. The, uh, he kills the last remaining friend, the female monk. And that's when Jane realizes, oh, the swords are actually keys for the machine. You know why he does that, by the way? Why? Because this movie, whoever like was directing or wrote this movie, was like, oh, you know what? I'm not going to be like a cliche battle movie where, you know, the it's a happy ending with a good guy and, and the and the woman survives, you know, his love interest. I'm not going to have well, they that. They weren't love interests. No, no, but uh, I think they were kind of meant to be going that way. It's like, we're, we're not going to have that, like, cliche thing. It's going to be, what's it called when they subvert expectations? I think we were meant to care when some of them died, but we, I just didn't. Oh, no, I think it was meant to be subverting expectations. Because, like, they set up, you know, the first guy who dies? Yeah. They set him up almost the he most. He was the good guy. He's like, he's the good, strong guy. He's the, And then he just dies straight away by killing himself. I was himself. just happy when they died because I knew we wouldn't have to hear, like, more exposition about them. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, I felt like this movie was a film where they were like, oh, we're, we're subverting the uh, audience's expectations. But really, guys, you're doing a film called Mutant Chronicles. Mm. You can be dumb and silly and have people survive. It's okay. It's okay to have fun. This movie should have had more fun. Should have had more samurais. Should have had more Scottish kilts. Yeah. You know, should have had more fun. Give me more fun, film. So you're not a serious <laughs> film. No, like seriously. It is so. But you know what I mean. Who's gonna Who's gonna win dark. an award for Mutant Chronicles? No, no one's one. ever. You're never gonna see like. And this year we have for the Golden Globes we have Parasite. And Mutant Chronicles. Yeah, why couldn't you just be fun? Yeah, fun. just be fun. But uh, in Sin City's fun. He he stabs through the guy, turns the sword, and it turns out it's a key. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Then it turns out that the machine is actually a giant spaceship. And then somehow Ron Perlman talks to him like he's Ron Perlman again. And tells him just to jump off the platform. So and he to jumps have off. Faith. And it turns out he's in a lake. Have faith. So the machine blasts off into space. Possibly to Mars, where everyone else was evacuating to. That's like, funny. I wasn't if that's sure. true. I don't know where it was blasting off. I don't know what was happening. I don't know how he knew there was water below it. But he gets off, and, and then all of a sudden, the film just ends. It just ends. It just cuts yeah. to credits. Like they ran out of ideas, and they're just like, "Well, that's the end." This is Goodbye. it, guys. This is it. This is what I'm saying with this film. Have fun. Just have fun. Films can be dumb and fun. We've always said that. We've are we a big proponents of it dumb is... and fun films? Oh, okay, so you okay. This film is almost dumb and fun. 
it is very i like the designs of some of the things they're interesting i mean they're bad but they're, it's interesting to look at this film kept me interesting if interested it enough an hour and 51 minutes yes. long if this movie was an hour and 20 minutes yeah okay 80 minutes long no if this movie was an hour and 40 minutes fine right but unfortunately it's just too long but i still was kind of interested the whole way I was I got bored. For I didn't even think I didn't even think it was that bad. Even talking to other people during it, I got. Bored. Oh really? I I just thought it was a little schlocky, which was fine. I liked the shock, um, and it could have just been more fun. That's about it. Yeah, right. I'd give I, it I, a three out of ten. Yeah, I was really unsure with how to rate this film. I'm like, oh, fuck. I don't. Know. I think I gave it like one star. Maybe it's like honestly, it's like, oh, sorry. I'm doing out of five. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. No, that's important to tell you because... I don't like to do it out of five. I like ten. I like more range. Nah. So I gave it like a one and a half out of five because I'm like, yeah, it's not a good film. And I think nearly all of the enjoyability for me came out of the fact that A, I was riffing on it the whole way through and B, I was looking up the law and filling in a yeah, heap of blank true. holes. I, I, I was reading articles about the game. And yeah. The I mean, let's face it. This movie is... If anyone's going to enjoy this movie... I mean, okay, we haven't played Mutant Chronicles again, right? Mm. But we've played like Warhammer. Like, we're nerds, right? We're nerds who like this nerdy shit. And we like sci-fi. We kind of like steampunk and stuff like that. So if anyone's going to like this sort of movie, it's going to be us. Yeah. So it's like, aimed I at us. how much lore there was at the start, but it just kept dumping crap Yeah, us. But you get what I mean? It's aimed at us, and yeah. it, I don't think it... It didn't pull it off. No. So I would give this movie one and a half stars out of five, which roughly translates to, I That's think, exactly what you said. Yeah. yeah which yeah, I, So I think we're sounding the same point. Uh, is it a so bad it's good? I think it's kind of interesting, entertaining, and maybe a so yeah, bad it's, it's good. Like, looking I'm at putting the, it in my list. I'm putting put it in my effort list. They into some of the sets, like the uh, coal-powered spaceship. That, that shit was, was cool. There's but, a lot of interesting yeah. things. It's just the movie that... It's it's it just had more fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I I did think some of it was meant to be comedic. Like there's one point where he's talking to his friend's wife and daughter, and the the wife is literally like, "We're all gonna die." I don't know how we're gonna tell our daughter about this. It's just like the daughter's sitting right next to her. I'm like, was that nah. a joke? The, no, like, no, 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 no. It was just this bad movie. Writing. Is this movie straight? There's <laughs> yeah. no comedic bits. Everyone's just miserable. It also shows like a scene of her like preparing to kill her kid. Yeah, that was just before the uh, just. Yeah, she's about to drink cyanide with the daughter. Yeah, just before the uh, tickets arrive. Oh my god, this film. Yeah, that was Mutant Chronicles. I've actually seen it before. Yeah, I yeah, I saw it like 15 years ago, okay. and I remember when I first watched it like 15 years ago. I don't know why I watched it. But anyway, I watched it and I was talking to a girl later on about it and because that was like the thing we had in common and she was like, oh my God, you're like the only other person who's seen Mutant Chronicles. I was like, oh my God, I know. And we talked about how bad it was and like how it's such a terrible movie and it's one of the worst movies we've ever seen, right? And this is the thing, this is why I've been thinking about this so much because now it's that I've seen... It's definitely not the worst movie no, I've seen. No, now that I've seen so many films, I'm thinking back to when I was like, oh yeah, it's one of the worst movies we've ever... Like, it's one of the worst movies ever. Ha ha ha. And now I'm just like, oh yeah, it's bad, bad but it's not that, that bad. bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's just funny. It's like, man, I've seen a lot of shit. <laughs> I've seen a lot of shit. 
Anyway, so that is Mutant Chronicles. Uh, you know, take with it what you want. Grain of salt. Add some mutants to it. Add yeah. the, your own lore. Looks interesting. Warhammer movie would be better. But if you can, everyone, please rate and subscribe. That would be awesome for our podcast. Pass it around to people who like bad movie podcasts. And yeah, just uh, keep being... Is that your new outro? Keep being awesome. Uh, that's how we're going to end this one. A little cool. positivity. It's what we need. Unlike the movie. Thanks for listening to that episode. Don't forget to rate the podcast, follow us on our other social media, and pass on the podcast to other bad movie fanatics.